Keep up with local news and events. Rich Larson hosts a daily newscast Monday through Friday, as well as updates and other community news. And it's free. Stop by KYMNRadio.net frequently and look for updates on our Facebook page for news stories and community events. KYMN Radio is 95.1 The One. This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. We are joined now in our studios by uh, State Representative Todd Lippert from District 20. Representative Lippert, good morning. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, good morning. Good to be here. It's a great day in, to be in Minnesota. We've got uh, yesterday the governor uh, relaxed the uh, mask uh, mandate that has been in effect for so long. Still seems to be a lot of people trying to figure out what the fallout of this is. Is it complete? Is it not? Are there circumstances where you need to wear one or not wear one? Do you have maybe, uh, I don't know if you have a little better understanding on that, or if you were caught kind of a little bit off guard, I guess, by a lot of people. I I think um, many of us were caught off guard by the CDC uh, guidance change yesterday. And I think, you know, I think that includes the governor. Um, And so what I would encourage... I would encourage a couple things right now. I would encourage uh, just some patience with one another as we're sorting that out. I think we'll see some different uh, different requirements in, in some different places, um, and and that's okay. So um, you know, I'm I'm wearing my mask first, and then sorting out kind of where people are, and I want to be careful too. Uh, I'm still a week out from. I just had my second vaccination. I'm a, a week out from kind of being being uh, you know fully inoculated, so to speak. Um, and then the second thing I would say is. This means we really need to focus on vaccinations, and we need everyone uh, to be getting signed up to be vaccinated. We're relying on the vaccine to protect us from here. And so if you haven't been vaccinated, I encourage you to sign up to be vaccinated. Uh, if you have children age 12 to 15, they can be vaccinated now. We have two children at home in that age group. We're getting them signed up. Uh, so, And like I said, I just had my second vaccine at, uh, at Northfield Hospital last week. It went smoothly. Just really impressed with what's happening there. So, um, you know, it, it does feel good to have more freedom as far as uh, the masks going away. Uh, but that means that we're relying on the vaccine to protect us. And we need everyone uh, to roll up their sleeve and help out. All right. All right. Representative Lippert is with us. Uh, let's talk about um, the uh, bill that w- went through, I think it was just yesterday, uh, through the House in a vote to legalize marijuana. And uh, well, tell us what that bill is. Is it total legalization? Is it uh, what, what does it entail? And did you actually do a lot of work on this or were you instrumental in this? So this we passed off the House floor yesterday a bill to legalize uh, adult use uh, for cannabis. So anyone ol- older than 21 would legally be able to use cannabis um, and have a, a very thoughtful tax and regulation framework in place for cannabis use. I am a co-sponsor of the bill. I do uh, support the bill for a couple main reasons. Uh, first, uh, racial equity is a primary concern of mine. And this is another place where we see racial inequity in the criminal justice system. Um, People use cannabis now, currently, in Minnesota. Whites and uh, blacks use cannabis at roughly the same rate. If you are an African-American in Minnesota, though, uh, you are five times more likely to be arrested for cannabis use. This is unfair, and we're seeing this sort of racial disparity across the country, and it needs to change. So uh, legalization and expungement of of past offenses is a way we do that. Another main concern for me is uh, 
we, is the illicit market, and this bill aims to eliminate that. Two-thirds of youth currently say that uh, cannabis is easy to get. And so if we're concerned about underage use of cannabis, uh, the way things are isn't getting us anywhere. And we need a regulatory framework like we have with alcohol. So you have to get it by going to an establishment where they can see if you're 21 or not, and um, then you know exactly what you're getting. It was a really interesting debate on the floor last night. We had six Republicans that voted in favor. Uh, we're seeing a sea change across the country. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the Republicans that voted in favor was Representative Pat Garofalo, who represents the Dakota part of, of Northfield. And he said uh, on the floor, the era of uh, prohibition of cannabis in the United States is, is done. It's ending. Um, and so now we just need to make sure that we're putting a thoughtful framework in place. And this would be a nation-leading proposal, and I was proud to vote for it yesterday. You know, the timing of that, we're, we've got uh, the legislative sessions ending on, uh, on Monday. Uh, the Senate doesn't appear that they're going to, uh, to, to pass that, uh, from what I understand. Uh, the the timing of is this right now? Is it just a bargaining chip that you can use as we, we continue to negotiate? I, I know you have talked about this many times personally on this, so I'm, I'm not questioning your your judgment sure, or at all. Sure. Or I appreciate you at that. All. Yeah, no. So you have been long an advocate of this, but uh, you know why right now? Why a couple of days before you know the end of the session? Well, uh, on a regular basis, uh, either chamber passes legislation that the other chamber won't won't pick up. And right now, we're waiting for leaders. Uh, leaders are negotiating, and those negotiations are happening all the time. We're still waiting for targets. Hopefully, we can get those this weekend. Uh, so we can either have done nothing, because uh, we really can't do anything right now on the floor until we get those targets and we can work things out in conference committee. Or we can have this critical conversation that states across the country are having, and uh, this was a good time for us to have that conversation about this bill. It was a, it was a very important debate, uh, a very thoughtful debate, and we passed the legislation. So uh, this is what uh, this is what we do in the legislature. We have these important conversations. It's what we were elected to do, and so um, it was important work last night. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about uh, your DFL's uh, tax proposals that you have introduced. What ex- explain? Responding to something that Senator Rich Drayheim said on the air on Monday, uh, he was talking about the DFL tax proposals, saying that that we are you know proposing big tax increases uh, that would affect every working Minnesotan, uh, is what he said. And this is not true. Um, it's not close to being true. What we're proposing is very very popular and it's very uh, very focused. Um, what we're proposing is that that we add an extra income tax tier for households making over a million dollars and that we uh, also are asking those corporations currently who are sheltering their profits overseas, um, evading taxes in that way, to bring those taxes or bring those profits back and we're going to ask them to pay a little bit more too. Uh, and so if you're not earning more than a million dollars, you're going to be fine. If you aren't sheltering profits overseas, you're going to be fine. You won't see additional taxes. But we're using that additional revenue to do a couple things. One is to provide some tax relief to working Minnesotans now in this biennium. And two, to make sure in future years that we are sustaining funding for our schools, helping our schools' funding keep up with inflation. We have big needs right now uh, because of COVID and so much more. And so we need to make sure that we are funding them. Our focus in the DFL is making sure that the state's working for every Minnesotan. Um, and, you know, our concern and my concern 
is that uh, our partners in the Republican caucus in the Senate are uh, really doubling down on defending the wealthiest and the largest corporations. I just don't think that's a, that's a solution uh, for where we are and our needs as a state. The uh, you, you mentioned uh, companies harboring uh, large sums of cash and profits overseas uh, and getting them to pay taxes on that uh, sounds great. I'm with you 100 percent. But how do you do it? I mean, how is I mean, can you legally do that? I mean, how do you draw money? In yeah, from, this is a good question. This yeah. is actually so this is a tool that was provided by the Trump administration um, in the last four years. They allowed states to be able to do this. So uh, we have the legal tool available to us now, um, and and we can require it. We can do mm-hmm. it, and there's no reason not to. Um, the reason that uh, we can't right now is because uh, Republicans are standing in the way. And, and this puts um, small businesses at, at a disadvantage. Uh, so this is one simple thing we can do to create a fairer tax code uh, and help fund the things that we all need right now. And a Republican administration in the, in the White House put it in place, and we are proposing in the House DFL to put it to use. Uh, Representative Lipper, let's talk about the uh, conference committees that uh, you've been in. Is there much going on right now? I mean, we're Friday. I know the leaders are all getting together. What needs to be done? And and is it in committee? Is it by the uh, legislative leaders, the governors? What needs to be done here in the next three days to get this thing done? So uh, the first answer is a lot. There's a (laughs) lot that needs to be done. So conference committees um, are kind of in various places of meeting and working. I'm in the Ag Conference Committee. We're, uh, we're meeting again today uh, and, you know, doing, doing all the work we can. The, so doing work on, on policy. To get to the bigger work of sorting out exactly how our budget pieces are going to fit together, we need those targets from the leadership. And so uh, leadership, governor, the uh, uh, House Speaker, the Senate Majority Leader, they are still negotiating. They've been negotiating this week. Um, we're sending them good vibes to find a uh, to find a deal. I'd love to get uh, get some numbers as soon as possible. Uh, we are past the point of being able to process everything and getting getting it done by Monday, but hopefully we can get some numbers um, so that we can start doing that work. And over uh, the next few weeks, or as we get into June, and we'll likely have a special session June 14th or so, uh, that we can iron this out and make sure that we have a budget that's really working for all Minnesotans. All right. Wow. Yeah, it's not going to get done uh, by, by uh, Monday. So that's uh, that's for sure. But uh, good luck with all that. I mean, best <laughs> of luck. <laughs> that's a, you've got some monumental things to to work on. You and the uh, everybody in the legislative uh, legislature uh, certainly do at this point. Is there anything else you'd like to mention while we have you on the air? Um, I would just uh, you know repeat what I was saying at the beginning. Uh, um, it's you know exciting to be at a place where where we're seeing a, a loosening of COVID restrictions, uh, but we really need um, everyone to to do their part with with vaccination. So um, if you haven't been vaccinated, I encourage you to sign up. If you've had COVID and um, you know don't think you need to be vaccinated, I would encourage you still to get vaccinated. Uh, vaccinated, we need you to get vaccinated too. Uh, so let's roll up our sleeves and do our part and um, have a safe summer together. Yeah, and it's free, so you don't have to pay That's for right, it. that's there right. It. Um, it's, it's free, it's easy, um, it's safe, and uh, so let's get vaccinated. All right, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. State Representative Todd Lippert here on 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield. Locally owned, independently programmed, 95.1 The One.
thanks for tuning into this podcast from KYMN Radio. Consider subscribing to get notifications the next time we post a podcast. And if you enjoy this, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast and share with a friend or on social media.